Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Brawl Podcast. Yo, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Brawl. My buddy Jaden is my co-host, and how are we doing today, Jaden? Woo! NFL draft coming soon. Pelicans finally went down without a fight almost. Up 3-2 in that series. We'll get into it. But how are we feeling, Look, How are you feeling? Yeah, man. Uh, Nugs play in a couple hours, so this is like my last, you know, could be my last happiness for a couple days. But, uh, yeah, like you said, the NFL draft, 24 hours away. Exactly. Uh, as of right now. I'm excited. Uh, I, I don't really care about the Broncos as much, but I'm still I'm probably going to watch Russell Wilson highlights tomorrow in the first round. I mean, I'm probably I want to see where Troy ends up. I don't think it's gonna. Be, I don't think he's gonna get taken tomorrow. But I, I'm excited. We could we could see a miracle like thirty to thirty two. You think maybe? I was thinking like yeah, thirty thirty two. Maybe maybe slip into that twenty eight. I don't know who has the twenty eighth, but you know. They uh, a lot of people that aren't from Montana will call it a reach for sure if he is gone the first round. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, if Mel Kiper loves him, that's saying something. Yeah, I mean, he got a 10 on his, you know, combine like we talked about. So I think it will uh, hear his name called Friday for sure, but you never know. You can never count anything out. Absolutely. Uh, let's jump into some NBA. Jaden, we're still not through the first round. Um, kind of impressed we got three pods out in the first round. I mean. That's absurd. I did not expect that. No, nope. And, uh. We're gonna talk about each series, and let's first uh, let's first start with the one that's already over with. We're gonna start with the Heat and Hawks series. The Heat one in five. Uh, Jaden, how scary are the Heat right now? That defense is good. I think Victor Oladipo is a sleeper, definitely for the next round coming off the bench. But I mean, without Jimmy or Kyle Lowry, they still won Game Five. Great, it did go down to the buzzer, but I mean, their defense is one of the better defenses left. Yeah, no, I agree. And Jimmy Butler is averaging the second most points uh, per game in the in the playoffs uh, behind my buddy Jokic. And I think that they're just probably the best defensive team. Them or the Celtics um, are going to be the two best best defensive teams, I think, uh, in the playoffs right now. So uh, let's talk the other side. Uh, we kind of saw Trey Young get absolutely clamped. Um, Kind of the recipe for him. You think uh, you think Trey Young comes around the corner next year, or you think it's kind of figured out for him? Ah, this one's tough since I don't think this is on Trey. I think he has very little help. He has a little bit of help. He has very little help. And when you're trying to make a playoff run, little help won't get you anywhere. We saw it with early years Jordan. We saw it with LeBron early years. I mean, you need guys around you that can also put the ball in the hoop. You need a team. And Kevin Herter is not leading you to the finals. Absolutely not. As much as I love the the stroke and three ginger, um, yeah, they got some work to do, or they need to, you know, add some more players. Capella was out, so, um, you know, it sucks always having a player out. Um, I don't think he changes the series. Maybe it, maybe one game, maybe. But yeah, I think uh, I think we talk about the next one. If you want to. You go ahead. You bring that one up. I mean, are the Sixers choking? I mean, gosh, I feel like Embiid's, you know, I've been arguing with some people here and there, but Embiid's not stepping up as the player he is, you know, in his last couple games. First 
couple games. Oh yeah, like he was on fire. But I don't know. What about you? I mean, you know, obviously you have some bias in this argument with Embiid. But I think you nailed it on the head. First few games, he looked unstoppable. He was getting the line as much as that's being talked about. Great players get to the line. But I don't know. This this Raptors team just never really has ever gone away quietly to anyone, and I think we're seeing it here again. Do you think it's more the players or the coaching like what? What about the Raptors? Is hard for them, so hard for them to be like, you know, they're, yeah. I, I, I'd say it's more coaching. I mean, if you look at the Raptors, Pascal Siakam has no bag. Fred Van Fleet, he's decent, and then like Scotty Barnes, like that's the only three Raptors players I can name. So I think it definitely falls on coaching. I think Nurse made the adjustments when he needed to later in this series, and it's paying off so far. With that being said, though, they still have a mountain to climb. That'll be an interesting series. Let's go on to the next one. Um, this one's currently going on right now as we speak. The Bucks uh, are going to finish this series strong. They're winning right now as we talk. And tonight, Crusoe and Levine aren't playing. So that's a wrap. So uh, we were wrong last week, Jaden. I don't know if you remember, but we were talking about – Did we pick about, Bulls? We were talking about a huge Bulls rally uh, incoming – I feel like I said, okay, wait, 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 no. In the second episode we've done in this first round, I said the Bulls could win this thing. The first one, I said the Bulls are going to, or not Bulls, I said the Bucks are going to lose next round, but they're going to get by the Bulls. Yeah, yeah. I just like, I think I, last week I said Bulls in seven. Um, I, you did. You did say that. Yeah, so I was way wrong. Um, I'm never – Never letting Braden's Bulls get ahead of me like that again. That is the last time I ever. They won one game. They won one one game. Yeah, I I gotta relax on that. But let's go on to the last series in the East. Nets got swept. Uh, We got Liam Half's got to come on the show, man. He's got to come on next time. I got uh, I got at least seven Boston fans in the waiting, just just ready to talk that. I mean, we both we all had Celtics winning. I just don't think anyone saw sweep. No, no. Um, I'll have to. We'll we uh, after all the first round, we'll compare our first round predictions. But I'm pretty sure we all were the six or seven range at least. Yeah, I said I said in six. Yeah, so for the Nets not to win the game, man, it's pretty bad for them, um, especially being healthy. Like you know, like yeah. I mean, um, b- besides they didn't have Joe Harris, that was like the only one, and Ben. And but... the next, yeah, that's the next thing we're talking about. Um. Ben Simmons is a awful teammate. He is a awful teammate. He 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 passed the trade physical. He was all ready to go and just did not play. Dude, I would never sign him to more than a one year contract ever again. I would never sign him, period. I said that when he got drafted. Like he can't make a bucket outside two feet. No, he's just tall and you know, he can dribble the ball well, but like when you're playing these um, world class perimeter defenders like you can only do so much, and you got to start spreading to the outside, and they're going to learn to sag off you, so they're expecting you to drive. So, exactly, like you either have to develop a jumper, or I don't know, play the post. Finally, play the four. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't know. The Nets will be interesting next season, but we're gonna get a Bucks Celtics matchup, which we're gonna uh, probably talk, maybe do a pod this weekend or. After that, um, 
that's gonna be a fun one to talk about. That will be. We could have some. We could have some more Celtics fans since that they run wide down here, over here, up yeah, here. The Butte following man, they're all about that that pride. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, that that that'll happen. But uh, disappointing season for the Nets and Kyrie Irving, just kind of a shitty teammate too. I disagree. I just. It's not, not that he's, it's not yeah, it's not that he's not like a great teammate, which you know, he he might not be, I don't know. But he's still like he's still out there. I think he led game one. He was riding game one a little bit too high, and I think that's what got him. Yeah, and just like I know the the whole COVID bullshit and all that, but like I don't know, man, like a ton of people had to take it. Like, if I was in the NBA and I had to take it to hoop, like, you got, you got to do what you got to do to hoop, you know? And he just, like, sat to the sidelines and watched KD take it over. And then he kind of caused a bunch of drama for the team. And he, like it just kind of, he said it himself, you know? It kind of trickled over. So one of two things happened, which he wasn't going to take it the entire time, which he didn't, which what ended up happening. Or I think he was going to hold off at first. Just wait, I don't know, wait and see what, like, the effects were, if it was going to change. But then the media kind of picked up on it where he's like, fuck, I can't change now. No, you're right. And it's just – it's a tough situation, but I'm sure they'll be back next season, you know, trying to be – compete in the playoffs. So it's not the end. Um, let's go on to the West. Man, I hate to say it, but the Suns are looking brighter. Suns, Suns are looking brighter, and I hear the D-book – We'll come back probably for game seven if they need them. So that's what I heard too. Um, I don't know. I said this a few days ago. I don't know if it's just because my team's playing against them, but Alvarado has a very punchable face and a very punchable play style. Oh man, that's how I played. So it makes sense. Because well, okay, except you weren't like I was the rat though, like an open open gym. You know, I would sit behind sometimes, but I don't think I'd ever did it in a game. I like I. Never played like that, but, like, my biggest thing is, like, okay, I get the hustle, I get, like, all that, but if you hit your first three of the series and acting like you just hit your 15th, I got a problem with that. Yeah, I understand that, but uh, I'm rooting for him, so we're different on this one. Yeah, um, I mean, the Suns can, Suns finally started making their threes, so I think this one's over in six, and we can save D-Book a little longer. I think it goes to seven, and D-Book has to play. And it's going to impact uh, them against the Mavs. That's my prediction. Oh, if he play, if D-Book play, has to play in game seven, game seven's ours. He had 31 in the first half last time he played. Yeah, more than likely. But I'm not going to get my hopes down on the Pelicans. I can't. Mavs are up 3-2. Is Donovan Mitchell being exposed, Jaden? A little bit. I want to say a little bit. I think the whole Jazz team is being exposed. Because, I mean, you drop two games without Luka. And Luka comes back. And, like, obviously he's going to daddy. But, I mean, like, I'm just not seeing anything that I – anything new from this Jazz team that I've seen for the last four years. Like, they've almost had the exact same roster for, like, three, four years, and they just don't change anything. I think that's their problem. Do you think it's going six or it's going seven? All right, it's going six. I think Maz will take this one. I want it to go seven just so, you know, Suns can win in six, and then, you know, they get that, that extra day of rest. But I think it's going six. I think Mavs are going to end it in Utah. I agree. I'm on board with you. So let's keep going. Grizzlies 
T-Wolves, 3-2. Best series in the playoffs, you think? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't I agree. know how many double-digit leads you can you can come back from, but the Grizzlies are testing that number. Dude, the Wolves just keep beat, get beaten by the same old shit. Like, oh, my God. I, I thought after that uh, Anthony Edwards three, it was over. It was absolutely over. And then Ja makes the layup, and, like, I'm just, like, sat in awe. Yeah, no. It's, it's something else. And I'm so excited, like, to watch all these Timberwolves players. But at the same time, like, they're in our division, so I, I kind of hate to see it at the same time. But, like, I don't know. I'm kind of a fan of – Anthony Edwards. Yeah, we've we've talked about this. I like young teams. Like this is two young teams going at it, and it's fun to watch. Yeah, this is this this could be the the battle of what's your future team. Exactly. Like I think we'll be seeing somehow we'll be seeing these two play each other for a while in the playoffs. Like three or four years. Like three or four years, and then even like the regular season battles, like it, it's going to be intense. Unless both teams like ship their teams, but I don't think either GM wants that. No, yeah, and the best thing about it is there's these like super athletic players on both teams, super good shooters, good defenders. Like there's so much around, all around play that it's it's the best series for sure. Yeah, I mean, if you like wanted, if you were a first year GM, this is what exactly what you want your team to look like. You have young stars mixed with just great all-around players. Oh, absolutely. And Jaw is definitely the best player in the series. And um, I think it goes to seven, though. I think the Wolves get this next one. I think it does go to seven, too. I think they're finally – I don't think they're going to get the double-digit lead again. I think it's going to be close all the way. But I think Wolves actually actually cap one off. Yeah, no, uh, I'm with you there. Uh, Last series, my series – um, three one, both teams are used to it, man. Uh, Nugs the only team to come back three one twice. Warriors the only team to lose three one in the finals. And Nuggets' opinion, in my opinion, in my Twitter, it's meant to happen. Damn it! But um, yeah, it wasn't three one though. It was three zero. That's that's never been done before. Yeah, no, you're you're right. Um, I wanted to ask you because everyone knows my opinion. Is there any chance the Nuggets win tonight? I think they can – I think they can – this one's where? Golden State? And Curry is starting. Mm. This is the first game Curry started in the series. Which as could much be, as you don't – Which could be a good thing, dude. Which could uh, be – As have, much as you don't want to hear this, I think Golden State caps it off tonight. That's that's what everyone's telling me, you know, and that's the actual honest prediction. I get it. Um, I'm going to say three things I feel like the Nuggets can win tonight from my perspective. I could be so wrong our next podcast. I'm just going to hate my life. Um, Steph Curry starts, so there's a lineup shakeup. And including in that lineup, Andre Iguodala is out tonight. So um, the bench is a little lighter With since Curry's not going to come off the bench. Um, obviously, he shouldn't. But I think our our second, you know, our rotation, um, our second guys – could kick ass tonight you know i think that that's that that's where we could win the game is we could go down eight or, or ten against the starters but if our if our you know secondary unit can can get a jump and get it back to you know four or five and we can work with that all game i mean that kind of plays in the nuggets hands and you know i'm only going to listen to one other reason because i don't want to get too ahead of myself because i do know that this is the warriors not the 
you know, the Clippers or the Jazz who we beat in 3-1. Like, this is a, a franchise that's very successful with legendary players, and Draymond's a genius. So I, I'm definitely worried, but I think um, I think our, our guard defense is going to be incredibly – you know, they're going to try – I mean, we're trying to get eliminated, not trying to get eliminated. So, I think the guard defense um, could win us the game. That's going to have to, you know. Like, we're going to have to hold Curry. This is where you win or lose the game is how, how your guards not only play defense but play offense. You, I think you're going to need a big game from Bones Island. That's, like, the biggest thing because off the bench, Curry's not there anymore. Um, you're going to have not Iguodala, who's a great defensive presence. So, it's just going to be a little different, you know, different lineups shaking up in the beginning. You know, we usually do bad in the second quarter because Curry's in the whole time. Well, now we could see that Curry plays all the way until, you know, the second quarter with 10 minutes left, and then he's out for six, seven minutes, and we can make a run. Right. I think, I mean, you make a great point with this lineup shift because it is bigger than a lot of people think it, it will be. Yeah, and Boogie's been playing well off the bench too. So I mean, it's just like if our bench can get hot, um, you know, I I expect us this game. Like I would be extremely surprised if we were were not down ten, twelve most of the first three quarters. Um, I say, I say the largest lead Golden State will have is is fifteen. Yeah, like if they get out to a fifteen point lead right away, I'm not gonna be extremely worried. It's the when the fourth quarter starts and I can like look at our pace of play. And see, like, you know, are we hitting shots? Are they hitting shots? I'll know. Yeah, like, if you're still down, like, 10-12 by, like, midway through the third, then it, I think it's kind of over then because Golden State can't hold a pretty good lead. Yeah, and then they're trying to hold it out at home. We're going to have, you know, less momentum. It's We're going to have to hit our shots, so it's going to be real tough. All right, everyone, we are joined here by our buddy, Mr. Sean King. How are we doing, Sean? Doing great, buddy. How are you? Well, man, draft's closed. Jaden and I were just talking about it. Uh, are you excited for the draft? You know, if we can make the right moves beforehand, hell yeah. Yeah, if you didn't know, uh, Sean is a diehard Niner fan, and we're going to talk about the NFC West, and we're going to get right into it right now. Uh, we're going to talk Cardinals. Uh, last year, the Cardinals went 11-16, and 16, and were ranked the eighth offense in the league with the 11th ranked defense. Um, Jaden, does that surprise you? that they were top 11 in both? No, since they have so much talent on both sides of the ball. Buda Baker, D-Hop, Kyler. I mean, it, I think it's about to fall off the rails, though, this year. Sean, what do you think about the Cardinals last season, maybe the couple times you guys played them as the Niners? You know, I was peeking in a lot in the offseason last year, and I was kind of getting scared of the moves they kept making and making. You know, after like two years ago when they picked up Isaiah Simmons, I was watching his highlights and everything, and I was like, damn, we really got to play that guy twice a year. Um, and it just kind of feels like everybody on their defense is kind of like that, you know. It's someone, it's people you don't want to see. But they, yeah. they've been a really scary team, especially being, you know, in the same division as my team. It's hard because our quarterback has always lacked the lacked the skill, you know, and the, the Cardinals really exposed it a lot. No, for real. And this offseason, when we look at what they've done, it's not as strong as last offseason as we know. But they agreed to terms with A.J. Green, a uh, one-year contract, and – they signed Zach Ertz to a three-year contract, and then they got their tight end Max Williams back for a year. Jaden, what do you think uh, they're looking at in the draft position-wise? Well, fuck, they might need a quarterback. Yeah, no, honestly. Um, Kyler Murray deleted all his shit on 
Instagram. I don't know if it's back yet, but he wants a contract. Do they have the money to pay him? That's like my biggest question. Because if it's obviously if Kyler's not there, quarterback. If not, I don't know. Running back, they just trade Chase Edmonds to Miami. So, yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, Sean, do you think Kyler Murray comes back? Uh, yeah, I think a lot of this is kind of like a ploy. Um, same with the Debo situation. I, I'm kind of like concerned of how to feel about it because I know he's kind of gone, you know. But a part of me knows that players do this all the time to you know, get those, uh, get all the hype behind them and get the more money, revenue and everything like that. So I just want to, I think it's a ploy, but he'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you there. I think he comes back and, uh, I mean, look at Mel Kuyper's draft. They, uh, have the 23rd pick and are predicted to take Traylon Burks receiver from Arkansas. And I understand it because Christian Kirk is not one of the highest paid receivers <laughs> off the Jacksonville. So he secured the bag somehow. Um, so they're going to replace him, I think. And, yeah, uh, Jaden, talk to me about that Christian Kirk uh, contract. That was way too much money. <laughs> that was way too much money for Christian Kirk. Like, I, like, no offense to him. I have a buddy who only uses the Cardinals, so I know just how lethal Christian Kirk can be, at least in Madden, in a virtual video game. But that was way too much money, especially after the contracts that came after him. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, his his agent must be proud of himself right now. Oh yeah, he's some got, of those Niner players don't have the same a, agent. <laughs> he's got a top three agent in the league, bro. Like actually, <laughs> um, Sean, do you have a least favorite uh, memory or a player from the Cardinals? The Cardinals, Chandler Jones, and that, that boy's a dog. I. Kyler Murray always, you know, kills us. We can never sack that little guy. I don't know, man. It's just the Cardinals have always been our kryptonite. They've always whooped us year after year for, you know, even in our Super Bowl contending years, we've been whooped by the Cardinals. They're just whole teams kind of scary, but probably Kyler Murray or Chandler Jones because Jimmy G could not, you know, avoid a sack from that guy. A good regular season team. Yeah. 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 I agree. They kind of get the wheels off, uh, you know, most of the end of the season, but they lose their drive for sure. Uh, let's go on to the next team. We're going to talk Seahawks now. Uh, <laughs> ha, meme Seahawks. Uh, any, <laughs> any Seahawks fans listening out there? Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, you have Drew Locke now. <laughs> hey, 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 Drew Locke is a great quarterback. Yeah, I tried nah. saying that. I, I, I've been on that boat you too did, long. You did lose yeah, like, no fan, like though. Uh, you true. did lose no fan, though. It's true. The Seahawks uh, do get fan, but they also lost Bobby Wagner, and that's pretty big for them, too. So they also got uh, Broncos Shelby Harris, who's actually a really good D lineman, uh, extremely underrated, um, very good at batting balls out of the air. So they were ranked 28th <laughs> in defense last year. Awful. Awful defense. And then they just lost their best defensive player. So their offensive ranking was 20th. And I think uh, I think it was time for Wilson to go and definitely just abort ship because that team is kind of falling apart. They went 7-10. and 10, And I don't know, Jane, what do you think? And what do you think about the Seahawks' future now? Oh, it's not, it's not looking good. But the only thing I got to say about the Bobby Wagner thing, how do you let him go to a division rival? Yeah, like, not, now you got to play that man twice a year. Mm-hmm. No, you're totally right. And, you know, that sucks for Niners and Cardinals fans because you got to play him still anyway. Right, Sean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, always, always. 
Ah, yeah, yeah, that team's looking scary more and more. So let's talk uh, draft. Any position do you think uh, the Seahawks take? Uh, any of you could chime in. Uh, what's you know their first position they could probably take Hopefully. off the board? quarterback hopefully quarterback for sure yep they have the ninth pick um i think it goes two ways Jaden. tell me if you agree with this i think they take evan neal the o tackle or they go malik willis yeah i I was kind of thinking that exact thing either i don't know they trust drew lock at least for a year like kind of we've been talking about where you kind of wait and have a lot a little bit better qb prospects yeah but i mean if they if they want a quarterback i mean one's there i don't think he's that good but one's there for sure. Yeah. For sure. I haven't done all my, like, research, essentially, on, like, the draft prospects and all that. But all I've been hearing is just, like, people say, don't sleep on this this quarterback draft year. But, you know, I've heard that before. But if the Seahawks really want to throw it all in this year, you know, and actually try to start the rebuild now or, you know, just slowly build it back up, I, I don't know. Because I think waiting for picks would be a good idea. No, definitely well said. And uh, my next question for you, Sean, is – uh, your least favorite memory or player from the Seahawks? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be uh, Richard Sherman. <laughs> that man, man, him leaving us is kind of sad, too, but you guys already know uh, the division. Oh, man. That was that was so hard. It was sorry-ass receiver like Crabtree. You know, I was I was just getting into football. My hopes were high, and they just crushed me. And I, all I saw was that face, and I hated him for years until he got, got on the 49ers, so. Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> Jane, what what are you thinking here? No, I was going to say the Crabtree thing, too. I mean, that's probably, other than, like, old, old Niners history, like, that is, like, one of the most recognizable, like, videos on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, and then he joined them. That's the craziest part, not going to lie. It's like the KD and the Warriors thing. It makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Kevin. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to talk Super Bowl champs now. Uh, tough to hear that, I'm sure, Sean. Rams won the yep. Super Bowl last year, went 12-5 and in the regular season. This is surprising for you guys, if you didn't know. Their defense was ranked 18th throughout the season. Wow. In total yeah. yards. Um, they played in a pretty good offensive-heavy division, though, too, so that could play a factor in why. But... No, you're right. I think that is a good – I think that's right. And I think uh, – I think if they didn't even that in that tough division last year, they could have gone like, I don't, maybe fifteen and two. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they uh they as we talked about, Bobby Wagner signs five year deal with them, and they actually uh get Allen Robinson, which I think is huge for them, um, because people are gonna be doubling cup, you know, out of their ass. But now that you have uh AR, it's gonna be tough. Yeah, for sure. I did, I- I forgot about that addition. That's crazy. Yeah, they lost, they, uh, they lost Vaughn Miller, uh, went to the Bills, and I think they're trying to repeat. I mean, usually every championship team does, unless you're the 2015 Broncos and say goodbye to <laughs> our Just God. fall off the face of the earth. So yeah, yeah, the sheriff. Say, mm-hmm. Watch the sheriff right off as we go into poverty. Right to, right to Papa John's. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Uh, Sean, least favorite memory. Oh, wait, wait. Let me back up. Let's talk draft really quick. Um, let me look at the Rams. They don't have any. Uh, that's a good point. Exactly. That's why I didn't. <laughs> yeah, so the Rams don't really have anything for the draft, so we're not even going to get into that. So, Sean, talk to me about your least favorite memory or player about the, the Rams. <laughs> well, I hate, I hate Jalen Ramsey and I hate Aaron Donald. 
I hate both of them, obviously because of some division rivals now. Um, but I just think they're both cocky, but they back it up. They really do back it up, and I, I hate it. But uh, when Aaron Donald was like, who is that, when he was talking about Debo, which is another sore subject, but I was totally for Debo the whole time, and then he was, like, trying to throw shade and everything. And, oh, man, it's just a, such a fun rivalry to have, but it's, it's going to be Aaron Donald because he's just a monster, and he's kind of a cocky monster. But uh, And Jalen Ramsey, he does get burnt a lot. I like, I like seeing him get burnt by Shanahan's offense. But – Probably does too. Yeah, ranking 18th. I mean, they had to get burned for sure. And yeah. it's uh, it's interesting. I kind of have like a love-hate relationship with them because Vaughn did get his second ring there. But um, I don't know. I'm just not a huge Ramsey guy. I'm not a huge Ramsey guy. Jaden, what's your opinion on the Rams? Well, I think I this just came back to me. I think the reason they were ranked 18th is because they picked up Eric Weddle, like what, in the playoffs? And he kind of like – brought that t- defense back together. Like, before that, they were getting torched deep like no other. Yeah, we brought in a, a heavy vet, so that's a good point. Other than that, I mean, I'm, it's not that like I don't, like, hate the Rams. I just don't really like the Rams because, like, I don't know. It's just something about them, I guess. I don't know. No, we got – yeah, for sure. Um, it'll be interesting what they do next year and what they do with their seventh-round draft pick tomorrow. <laughs> or not th- tomorrow, this weekend. Huge um, moves. All right, the reason Sean is here, we're going to talk some 49ers now. Niners last season went 10-7. and Uh, Their defense ranked third in the league. I was surprised. Not, like, super surprised, but top three. And their offense ranked seventh. So they were were top seven in both categories. And they did lose some some of their defensive studs to my Broncos. Um, That's for sure. But, uh, Sean, how do you feel about this offseason? It's been something. It's been rough, man. Um, I, th- I had high hopes coming into the offseason. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought we were going to get some more targets for uh, Trey Lance, you know, keep Debo, <laughs> um, probably trade Jimmy Garoppolo. But none of those things have happened so far. We picked up Ray Ray McLeod, which is like a all, all pro. Uh, he was an all-star kicker turner or whatever it was. But that's the only notable thing that you can really get from this offseason so far. Um but I really hope that we can make some moves with Debo. People were saying that, like, wants two first-round picks. I'm like, we're not getting that. You know, Devontae went to the Raiders for a first and a second or whatever. But I just think I'd be happy with that because the front runners for the trade and all that fun stuff is going to be the Jets with that number 10 pick where I think we can get some pretty good cornerbacks. You know, we've looked into, like, Ahmad Gardner and then uh, Derek Stingley. But I, I don't know, man. It's just uh, hopefully we get some defensive backs. That's where our, where our weakness is for sure. Um, that's yeah. Just we just need we just need to get some more stars and depth. Jaden, uh, as a non 49ers fan, where do you where could you see Debo go if he leaves? Well, I really don't want him to go to the Jets, even though I think he's not going to do much there. Like, you know, you just don't want superstars in your division. But I don't know. I I feel like the big Debo thing is he lost his best best friend Mike McDaniel. So. Yeah, that, that, that one stung, too. I forgot about that. You kind of Him and Kittle were torn the most out of it, so that's nice. Yeah, I uh, know. Yeah, well, what, what I think about Debo, like, I, I know he's a star player. He's really good. He, can, you know, he, 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 makes, he makes ball. It, it looks good. But when it comes down to it, I think it's Shanahan's offense that's really, like, Mike McDaniels and Shanahan's offense that really, you know, brought the star out in him, just the way they use him. And – 
if I was other teams, I don't know how much I would look into Debo because, you know, he, he was visibly, he was verbally making it clear that he didn't want to play like, you know, uh, Shanahan was making him play. So that's going to lower his draft capital in my opinion, but not draft capital, trade capital. Yeah, no, no, I got yeah, that's you. a good point. Um, look at the draft this weekend for the Niners, Sean. They don't have a first round pick, do they? No, or a second. Wow, wow. So they have pick, let me check, uh, 61. And they have uh, Mel Kuyper predicting Nick Cross uh, for safety yeah. from Maryland. Uh, yeah. That, I mean, Solid yeah, they, pick. Welcome to the practice squad. <laughs> yeah, third round safety. You never know. But um, yeah. what are you – how are you feeling going into the next season? You know, are you still confident? Yeah, no, I'm totally confident in the team still. You know, we lost – couple of our you know stars but I, I since I've been a fan of the Niners and everything we like since Shanahan and John Lynch have been here man it's been you know up and down all the time so we're just on our we're on, we're on our downside right now we'll probably take make a few more pickups uh, we usually do really good in the draft um pretty late rounds are kind of our specialty so um I think we'll be all right I think we're still you know running that same offense if if we can get some, you know, targets for Trey Lance or some running backs for Shanahan's system to kind of come back because we just re-signed Jeff Wilson. He's doing really good. So, like, he was doing really good until he, you know, had that surgery and all that. But um, maybe a bit more offensive line. But I think we're a pretty solid team still. If we can get some defensive backs, we're, we're good to go. Yeah, no, I, I could definitely see the Niners make another run. Um, who was your favorite 49ers player of all time? And what's your favorite 49ers memory? All right. Um, favorite 49er of all time is probably going to be Patrick Willis. I watched him, you know, right when I started watching football, like for real, Patrick Willis was like the middle linebacker to watch and everything. He was a dominant player, killer. Him and Navarro Bowman together were just legendary. So probably that. Um, the Niners run probably in, gosh, the Niners runs, you know, they've had really good runs the last couple of years and then haven't done anything with it. Um, Watching my favorite player, probably Patrick Willis, in the Super Bowl and all that fun stuff, facing off with the Ravens, that sucked. But um, probably that because me and my dad were always watching it and everything, and that's kind of where we where we started piquing our interest in football, and we haven't really looked back since. No, I heard you. Uh, Willis, yeah. one of the hardest playing or hardest hitting players of all time, for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna close this out with some NFC West stats for people out there that like stats. My stats, people out there. The division was formed in 1967 as the National Football League Coastal Division. And the NFC West became the second division since the 2002 realignment to have each of its team make a conference championship game appearance. Uh, LA has done it 2018 and 2022. Arizona has done it 2008-2015. San Francisco since 2002, has done it in 2011, 2012, 2013, 2019, and 2021. Seattle has done it three times, 2005, 2013, and 2014. Also since 2002, each team has won at least three division titles, one of only two divisions in the league to do so. All of its teams have appeared in a Super Bowl at least once since the 2002 realignment. And if you didn't know what years Arizona was – 2008 versus Steelers, uh, the Rams we just saw, and they also lost to the Patriots, 2018. Uh, San Fran, 2012 L, 2019 L. I'm sorry, Sean, but you had your your run. Birds. 
you had to run before you were born. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my dad got to grow up with all that. As of 2021, the NFC West is the only division in the NFC that has not seen at least one of its team teams win a Super Bowl when entering the playoffs as a wild card. So, interesting. I got yeah. two more for you. Uh, 2010, the NFC West became the first division in NFL history to have a champion with a losing record. After the Seattle Seahawks won the division going 7-9. and nine. And this is surprising to me, so I put it in there. Since the realignment in 2002, the Seahawks have led the division in wins, division titles, and playoff appearances. So that is – That one also hurts. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, that is your little NFC West recap. Uh, thank you for joining the show, Sean, and it was awesome to, to listen to your insight. Heck yeah, man. Glad to be on here. You have a good night, man. It's our last division, Jaden. We made it, man. Oh. NFC North. How are you feeling about it? Are you ready? This is it. This is it, Jaden. Oh, I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready. Probably one of the most heated divisions in football every year. Not in, like, they're good or not, but, like, team versus team, it's hilarious to watch if you're not a fan of either. It's, uh, it's like a – it's such an interesting division. I feel like uh, every team, like, plays its part. Oh, Absolutely. So let's get into our first team right away. We're going to talk the worst team in the division, the worst team in the NFL in the last, you know, whatever amount of years. The Detroit Lions, 3-13 and last year, 22nd offense, 28th in defense. I went to their offseason page, you know, thinking I could see some moves they made, you know. I couldn't – I didn't recognize one player's name, I'll be honest. Um, so nothing's going on there. But – Tomorrow is extremely important for the Lions, Jaden. The draft. Yes, sir. And a lot of things can go down. Uh, they have the number two pick. And it's kind of between three players, four players, in my opinion. I could see, you know, Aiden Hutchinson going first. And then they could take Trayvon Walker or Kayvon Thibodeaux or even Sauce Gardner. Um, what do you think? What do you see going on at, the, at that first couple picks? I think they're going defense because, I mean, defense is the – or this this draft is heavily defense, but I mean I don't know. It could they need every position so. Yeah, and they actually have another first round pick. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, thirty second. They're the first. They're the second. I I know about that. Yep, I know. Um, Mel Kiper projects that they will not get Aiden Hutchinson first. Though he projects that Trayvon Walker will go to the Lions, and then that with their last pick in the first round, they're actually going to take Desmond Ritter, uh, quarterback Cincinnati. All right. I I see that, yeah. I mean, they're, they're trying anything out, man, honestly. Yeah, the problem is they, like, can't trade a superstar to get a higher pick. Like, all they can trade is picks. They're at the low, low, low. They have picked two picks later in the second round. They're projected to get one of the national championship Georgia defensive players in Lewis Kine safety. Um, that you know, we'll say it over and over again. They can, they'll take anything, right? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, they need everything, so all they have to do is draft right to start the rebuilding process. So I wanted to ask you this since our last division. I want to ask you your favorite Lions player ever, and your most famous memory. <laughs> uh well I have a believe it or not, I have a least favorite memory. All right. Actually no, I, I have both. I have both. I have both. 
So, favorite Lions player? I think Megatron is the only answer there. Secondly, favorite memory was uh, Brent Grimes picking off Megatron. Man had like a 42-inch vert and used all 42-inch on a 5.5 frame. It was beautiful to watch. But uh, least favorite is uh, I actually really like Dan Campbell, so I was, I was sad to see him leave. So I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the Lions since I love Dan Campbell so much. Yeah, and this is only franchise where you see a Hall of Famer retire because they are so bad. Yeah, I mean that was a that was a very early retirement. Yeah, and he's he knows nothing was gonna come but more bullshit and you know not winning games and he wasn't gonna be able to leave. Detroit is uh, poorly ran and one of the most embarrassing NFL teams that we have in America. Yeah, I mean, it's tough, you know. Yet Every league has to have a bottom line, and they're it. So. It's true. It's true. Uh, let's go on to the next team here. We're going to talk the Chicago Bears, 6-11 and last year. Yeah. Offense ranked 24th. Is it surprising uh, to you that their defense is ranked 6th in the league? Very much so, yeah. Especially for a 6-11 and record, that's insane. But, I mean... Their owner, Aaron Rodgers, not very friendly to him, so. I could actually see him, like, buying the team someday. I, th- I think it's going to be like a uh, Tom Brady thing where he's going to buy the Dolphins just to beat uh, Belichick. Yeah, make it all personal. Exactly. So, yeah, Aaron Aaron's going to buy gonna buy uh, the Bears. Oh, I do have a stat about the Bears. Do you know their – or do you know what is the least – uh, how do I phrase this? How much do you think the Bears sold for last time they were sold? They fifty. I don't know. Fifty million. A hundred or no? Sorry, thirteen bucks. No way. In nineteen thirty-nine. And they have the same owner to this day. And well, same family. It's kind of like the Lakers thing, where it's like the Bus Family Trust. It's just that, like that, you know, that GSH. Like yeah. that's the that's the thing. Okay. Okay. Wow. Um, that's insane. Especially back then, the people were like, "Yeah, thirteen's quite a bit," you know. That's well, the Great Depression was going on, so that was. They're like thirteen dollars was like a steal. I mean, I mean, what thirteen dollars was probably not a steal. <laughs> not a steal, but I mean, fuck, they they look good with her lacquer. Yeah, and they benefited since. So, oh my gosh, um, I was looking at what they've acquired this off season. Nothing super special, but I did see that they got Byron Pringle, receiver, and James O'Shaughnessy, tight end. So, you know, not elite weapons, not great weapons, but you know, they're there. They're gonna weapons, but weapons. weapons. Justin Fields has weapons. Yeah, I mean, they did make a good hire in the off season at head coach. I think they needed to look offense, and they did. Yeah, absolutely, and. That's gonna be that's gonna be key for them is bringing in a new, a new culture and you know new quarterbacks there. It's it's a it's a little similar to my Broncos in a way. New coach, maybe not you know difference of quarterback. Nope. Sorry, sorry, I just want to rephrase. I had a it was a hundred bucks in nineteen twenty. Okay, all right, you heard it here first. Yeah. Still though, like you, yeah, I'm gonna buy a team for a hundred dollars. Yeah, just casually. It's like Chelsea's going for. What four billion euros now? Like, like I'll never even like see that much money in my life for the people I look at. 
Like, I just want to, like, meet a billionaire and then just, like, say, show me your, like, bank account or, like, where all your money is just to see what it looks like because I won't ever see that. Yeah, like, just let me see all the zeros, bro. Come on. All right. So, when we look at the Bears draft that is happening tomorrow, the Bears currently have the 39th pick in the draft. They do not have a first-round pick, unfortunately for them. Mel Kuyper sees Kenyon Green, guard from Texas A&M, go in there. Um, Jaden... Do you have a specific uh, position group they could use? Maybe a receiver or some linemen for fields? See, I was going in a different direction. I've heard this is actually one of the teams that are heavily interested in Troy Anderson. So, I mean, if Troy's still there, I could see him going to the Bears, which I wouldn't be upset at. But, yeah, if we're looking like not biased opinion, O-line, I think. Yeah, let's not forget our Troy Anderson bet. 50 over 50. under. Over it's under 50. 50. What what'd we say? 20 Ten bucks? Bu- 10 bucks? 10 bucks over under on the 50. Gotcha. 10 bucks. Um, yeah, so I'm going to ask you the same questions last time. Uh, your favorite bear of all time and the most famous play you could think of? The double doink. I feel like that's obvious. Cody Parkey. That was yeah, funny. As far doink. as favorite players, I, I don't know. Maybe Brian Urlacher. I, I'm just like. I'm just going with famous ones by this point since I don't really have a favorite player on the Bears. I'll never forget watching that game with Colton, Eagles fan, and just watching his two different reactions in 30 seconds. That was late. Like, not only do you doink once, do you doink twice on the same kick. Like, that's just got to be heartbreaking. For real, man. For real. Um, Let's move on to our next team. Uh, We'll see what the Bears next season. Uh, It'll be interesting, but... You know, it's they're still in that waiting period, but we're not 100% sure yet what they'll do. Um, you know what? I'll let you pick. Vikings or Packers? What do you want to talk? Let's go Vikings because they're the Packers are the best team. Sometimes we'll do them last. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, the Vikings last season were 8-9. and nine. Their offense ranked 12th, and their defense was very bad, uh, 29th in the league. So, Ooh. yeah, that's their, that's their huge area that they need to improve. And they did do that in the offseason. They were able to get Jordan Hicks and Zadarius Smith from the Packers. So, not ta- not terrible. You know, they need they need. They're making work. the right moves. Yeah, they re-signed Cousins to one one-year deal. So, they're going to give him one more, you know, little shot, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, he got I feel like he got cut ties with Cousins. You have a lot of talent in that receiver room right now, and you don't want to wait too long until, like, all of them see no point in being there. Where do you rank Justin Jefferson in the league, receiver-wise? Top 10. Top 10. He's, uh, Where are the 10? Like Low, 8 or 9. Yeah, so this is uh, a team in tomorrow that I could see uh, Derek Stingley falling to. Um, I could uh, definitely I could definitely see them improving their secondary, you know, after having uh, such a bad defense last year. And if he falls, I mean, he's going there. I have to assume it. I, I think so. They, they heavily need defense. Yeah, and if uh, somehow Kyle Hamilton falls, and he, you know, he they could see him uh, coming there. They do have obviously uh, Harrison Smith, but he is getting older and could be moved on soon. And uh, Kyle Hamilton's a stud, so we'll see. Absolutely, we'll see. I mean, they're moving in the right direction. They just have to. I think they have to ship Cousins, and that offensive rank goes from twelve to five. Oh yeah, because they got Dalvin Cook, have, Jefferson, yeah, Dalvin Thielen. Cook, like the. That offense is so stacked. Yeah, like they they just they need some some new web you know new pieces, but they could turn eight and nine to thirteen and four. You know, 
Easy. Um, favorite Vikings player ever, and I think we know what their most famous play is ever with the Minneapolis Miracle. Oh, that still gives me chills to this day. I'm not even, like, anywhere close to a Vikings fan, but that just – the sound of the crowd, the way it happened, like, that is one of the best football plays of all time. I agree. Just pure uh, fan plays. And it was just so not expected. No, and, I mean, that is just absurd. But then just what always gets me is how loud the crowd was. Like, it was just insane. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, favorite player, and we'll move on to uh, Green Bay. Justin Jefferson. It's the only player. Ever. Like. Ever? Ever? Yeah. Oh, Randy. Randy Moss. Randy Moss. Yeah. 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 Understandable. I, for some reason, liked Christian Ponder a lot in college. And so when he went to the Vikings, I, I really thought he was going to do it. I don't know why. I just, like, had this, like, weird Christian Ponder, like, moment in my life. And it did not work out. But him or him or Dalvin Cook, probably. I mean, Dalvin Cook's my most the, easily my best Madden running back. If I had Dalvin Cook every franchise, it'd be over. Yeah, I mean, if I had the Legion of Zoom every year, it would be over. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all about uh, play style, man. It's all about play style. Yeah, I had two rings with the Legion. Then you guys all figured it out. Yeah, cover four. Um, <laughs> um, let's move on, Jaden. Do you think this would be the last team we previewed of the year? Packers. I don't know. We kind of did our favorites early. They had, like, the biggest offseason, and they're the last team we're previewing. That kind of helps, honestly. Yeah, no. I'm with you there. 13-4 and four last year. Embarrassing loss to the Niners. Uh, we were just talking to Sean, and I'm sure he would have some awesome words to say about that game. But offense to defense were both top 10 in the league. Uh, offense was 10, defense was 9. And I can't stand it, but Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, they didn't, they didn't have enough money to pay him after the A-Rod signing. But I'm actually curious to see. So I think A-Rod does have his best years when he doesn't have a uh, just a, like a number one wide receiver because then he actually like spreads the ball. And as we saw in that Niners game, he didn't spread the ball at all. He had eyes on Devontae Adams and Devontae Adams alone. No, you're right. I agree. And they signed Sammy Watkins. That, sh- that should help. That's actually um, a big pickup. Yeah. So I think he's going to be airing it out to different studs like you were saying. But defensively, they lost to Darius Smith to a division opponent. That hurts. Uh, the Vikings. So that's the, that that is sad on their part. Um not being able to get a deal done with him. It could be money, but watching him go to a division. Yeah, I mean they need an owner's meeting for sure. Absolutely. Um when we look at the oh, oh <laughs> I was wondering when you got it. It's like about to move on and it's like get oh fuck. This is who we were talking about, uh player we were talking about big time going to the Packers potentially talking about weapons. Christian Watson, North Dakota State. Oh, I hate that guy. <laughs> he's, he's used to it, man. He's used to the North. He is. Then he's used to those colors. I mean, it's it's going to be nice not having to play him anymore. So now I can like him. But, yeah, I think Christian Watkins is a perfect landing spot for him. Yeah, no. I or the Green Bay is a perfect landing spot for Christian Watkins. I think it's funny, and now, finally, we'll see Rodgers get a weapon in the draft. 
I know, I know. Unless they take like a Jordan Love again. Do you think they take Pickett? Oh, that would make some Packers fans probably oh, riot. That would be so funny. Uh, I feel bad for Jordan Love. He's kind of wasted. I didn't think he was that good in college, so I'm like not too torn up about that. Yeah, that's fair. I just feel like uh, if he went to a different team, he could have been given a better chance to succeed. He could have actually been given a chance to succeed instead of go win in KC. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, let's wrap this up with our favorite Packers players ever and our their most famous play. What do you think here? I'm going Clay Matthews for player. Okay. Most famous play? Any Hail Mary. Yeah, I was thinking Cardinals Hail Mary. Yeah, I mean, just the way, ah, oh, they are so good at that. Yeah, my uh, high school football coach is from basically the Wisconsin area, and we were getting on the bus, and we were watching it, and uh, I just always remember my head of just everyone freaking out because Aaron Rodgers just shucked it like 70 yards for the win. I mean, like, it it just sits in the air for so long. And, you know, as a, as a DB, like, I played before, I don't understand. Like, I, I guess, I mean, Loyola knows how to get beat on a Hail Mary, but I've never seen, <laughs> a, like, a, a Hail Mary on our side because, like, it's in the air for so long. How can you not adjust and see it? Hey, we got four state titles in football. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, it was just funny to not see you get five. Yeah, I mean that was that was my freshman year. That was a little rough. I missed Cat Grizz that year too, so I missed Cat Grizz all four years. Me and you were both at that game, not knowing we were gonna do a podcast about it many years later. I know we saw. Oh wait, was that junior? We saw each other at the fence. At t- that was junior year. Yeah, it was. Yep, uh, I was wanting to play in that game. I was so pissed. Yeah, well, you know we didn't, we had we had a good ten minute drive, and that was about it. Yeah. Oh. Understood. That was the that was the Bobcats' hold year though, 2018. Great year, great day. Well, somewhat great day. Uh, thankfully, times have changed, and we are the current owner of the beautiful Brawl of the Wild. Yeah, it's just taking a scenic trip. It's seeing all those visit Missoula commercials. So just wanted to visit. It ain't staying. Yeah. Well, that's another argument for another day. Jaden and I have summed it up. Jaden, we did it. All the NFL division. We did it. Got through it, baby. Right, 24 hours before. Any last words before the draft, my man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm holding my breath. I mean, I don't have to watch. I technically don't have to watch the draft tomorrow. But why wouldn't you? But why wouldn't I? Exactly. It's still fun to see see players get off the board. Got to watch the draft, man. Uh, That's all from us. Uh, Thanks for checking in. And... My final department. Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa. hold on, hold on, hold on. He remembers. Tommy Touchdown can throw the ball. That debate is over. That spring game, he looked good. I'd love to see it happen in the fall. That's it. The brawl is out. Yeah,